Hey, office workers. Heads up. Stan the Joke Man talking. New trend for office workers. Why floor sitting is the new standing desk. That's right. It's a small change at work, but it's become the new trend. The floor, sitting on the floor, is your new desk. No, it isn't. Some people just like sitting on the floor. It didn't just start. People have been doing that. Doing that since I can remember. Say, what the fuck are you making? I love your brother printer, by the way. Uh, what was I talking about? They say the new trend is sitting on the floor at the office. Bullshit. It's an old trend. It's been done as long as I know. You either like it or you don't. You don't. You're not required to do it. You fucking trend followers. Yeah. Trendsetters are people who don't follow anybody. They do their own thing. Then some dickhead who follows everybody sees it and goes, "Ooh, cool!" He starts doing it. Everybody starts copying him. A trend is set. Do you need a trend to tell you how to sit on your fat ass? I was a trendsetter. Fucking I. I was. When I was a distributor for Anheuser-Busch, sitting on a pallet in an empty bay of my rig with a warm beer between my legs, filling out my invoices every night was my office. Hadn't seen that shit trend up yet. Goofballs. Moved mobile homes for Phillips Transport. The sleeper, the truck, the house, you know, I'd go in there and screw my woman. That was my office. Have you followed that trend yet? Sorry, I would only do that in brand new homes. I wouldn't do it in homes owned by somebody else already because I knew they would be able to tell. So, you know, we'd only did that in brand new homes. But, yeah, check your invoices. Your mobile home was moved there back in the 80s, and the invoices, Phillips Transport, it was probably me, and I'd probably hunt my woman in it.
Stan the Joke Man. Yeah! Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I am Stan the Joke Man. Glad to remind you that I'm always right. <laughs> okay, that's a joke. I'm not always right. But I was 100% right of fucking about Jimmy Jordan and James Comer and Mark Woman Mullen and all them fucking pussies you sign off on and endorse. The hunted became the hunter today. A private citizen who had a drug problem and he owned a gun when he shouldn't have. Ooh, it's so unheard of. Those fucking dildos, they got nothing else. They're using it to stay in political power. And it's the only thing they can use because they don't have truth. They don't have honor. They have nothing on their side that people can really sink their teeth into and believe. Everything is a bullshit con, including the Hunter Biden case. And today was proof positive, folks. If the fight is justified, who the fuck hides in the house? Pussies do. If the fight is honorable and for a great cause, who hides in the house? Pussies do. Poser fucking pussies. Can't back a freaking thing up. Nothing. They back up nothing. But they sit there and poke and prod and antagonize and antagonize and antagonize and then When they are called out to back it up, they stay in the house. Yeah. You little pussy boy, Jim Jordan and Jimmy Comer. You fucking little candy asses got somebody outside waiting on you. My father was not financially involved in my business. Not as a practicing lawyer. Not as a board member of Burisma. Not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman. Not in my investments at home nor abroad and certainly not as an artist. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Yeah, but the spoiled little chicken shit brown shirt foot soldiers of Donnie Trump got nothing else. They don't have truth. They don't have honor. They're even shitting all over the American Constitution. But I want you to hear this audio. When Hunter was on the front steps and he had just finished calling him out and all the senators are running through the tunnel trying to find a fucking place to hide and duck out of there so they wouldn't have to fucking face anybody. Well, CNN reporters caught up to him. One was from Iowa, someone I'm very proud of. I'm going to air his response here in just a minute. But first, I want you to hear from South Carolina's sexy Southern Belle, Lindsey Graham. Biden just made a statement here saying that he has done nothing wrong. Republicans have attacked him, distorted the truth about his family, his president, and his father was not financially involved with his business dealings. He's willing to testify in public. What do you say to him? Uh, You know, he has a right to to make a statement. I think some of the facts probably are contrary to what he says, but the main thing is to have a process. You know, he's being indicted. If I were him, I'd be reluctant to say anything. So says the guy who ducked that grand jury subpoena like a motherfucker. You just heard one of the guys that told the truth on Donald Trump. Playing both sides of the fence, are you again, Lindsay? Are you still a chicken shit pussy boy? Thank God for Iowa, America. I love you, Iowa. And Des Moines, Iowa, thank you for listening like hell to the Stand the Joke Man show. <laughs> 
Council Bluffs, too. You're all on board, and I love you, and I love Chuck Grassley. He said that his, his father was not financially involved in any way with his business. Do you accept that? Uh, I'm going to uh, take the same position I've taken since 2019, that all I can say is there's some indication of maybe some compromise uh, with China particularly, uh, and, but I have no evidence of it, and I'm going to just follow the facts where they are, and the facts haven't taken me to that point where I can say that the president's guilty of anything. Thank you, Chuck Grassley, for redeeming the Republican Party a little bit with a rational, intelligent, honest answer. God bless you, and God bless Des Moines, Iowa, for putting in an honest, good-hearted, true, red-blooded American Republican senator. Fuck all the rest of you other pussies. <laughs> Pure, clean cannabis crops. Out there producing and working all night while we sleep. Sun breaks and we see the Griffin family farm. This family, the folks out there, they're out here every day. Working these fields, growing untainted, uncorrupted product. Makes spirits whole again. Hey everybody, it's the Stand the Joke Man. Folks, Firemeds Cannabis. It's a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. I mean, from seed to sale they're in charge they oversee the quality control and you know where your product is coming from rick simpson oil is made on site that's right you don't have to take their addictive dope anymore rick simpson oil made on site do yourself a favor please go to leafly.com i want you to look at firemed's cannabis entire menu and you decide for yourself Know where your product is coming from, my friends. Firemeds Cannabis, Henrietta Stilwell. Welcome back, Jack. The Stand the Joke Man Show. STJ talking. No more politics, no more nonsense. Not right now, not on a Wednesday. Huh? Bombing down Poinsettia. Yeah, Chapter 29, Savage. Tonight, 8 p.m. Don't miss that. Right now, I got a ton of Dear Stan letters. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I got the runs. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Yeah, this is a uh, fucked up witch doctor junk science at best, folks, but at least I'm honest. Get a letter to me here at Stan the Joke Man Show anytime just by going to a Stan the Joke Man Show on Facebook or a Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook, or you can write me. That'd be uh, Stan the Joke Man Show, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. I promise nothing with this advice. I'm just doing what I can, okay? Here's what I would do. Dear Stan, my daughter fell in love with my boyfriend's son. Wait a minute. Let's reread that. Dear Stan, my daughter fell in love with my boyfriend's son. Cool. Right on. That should make Christmas easy. Dear Stan, I've been dating my boyfriend, George. Is his name really George? <laughs> you got it in quotation marks. Who are you trying to kid? Dear Stan, I've been dating my boyfriend George for 17 years following our divorces. I have three grown children. He has four, two of whom are still at home. 
We have never lived together. My daughter and Georgia's son still at home had a crush on each other when they were teenagers. Fast forward 10 years later, they have reunited and expressed their love for one another. Although George cares deeply for all my children, I'm afraid he feels my daughter may not be the best choice for his son. Well, fuck George. She is unemployed and has health issues. Doubly fuck George. If that young man is in love with her, stand down, dad. Unless you want your son to fucking turn on you forever. How dare you? What do you think is best for your son? Who the fuck are you making a call, dick? You can't stay married and you've been living with the hussy for 17 years. You leave that boy alone, chicken shit. He's his own man. And you are not to say who he falls in love with. You got to get that in your head. Thanks for the letter. All right. Dear Stan, my daughter, a smart, lovely, professional young woman, has recently diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I'm sorry for that. She can manage it, though. She graduated summa... What? She graduated summa cum? Oh, summa cum laude. Fucking fraternities. I thought I was going into a porn letter. Um, she graduated summa cum laude. Okay. What does that have to do with her type 1 diabetes? Was the frat bitches there to help her out with that? Or did they cause it? I'm obviously very proud of her. Oh, you don't have to justify your pride. If your kid picks up garbage for a living and is the best damn garbage collector in town, that is something to hang your hat on. I used to dig water lines for mobile homes for a living. Yeah, I got paid $300 a week. To dig water lines, not with a fucking backhoe or, you know, equipment. No, a shovel. I was faster and I had a rock bar too. Faster and quicker than anybody. I could dig a fucking water line. I was the best and I took pride in it, motherfuckers. There are some water lines dug down there in Houston, Texas right now. I fucking dug out by hand. You're fucking A right, bitches. I'm that badass. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. My father is diabetic and died at 55. By then, he was blind and every heart, every part of his body. What are we talking about? Problem is, she seems depressed and has gained a lot of weight. 50 plus pounds in her small frame. I know she's sensitive about her weight. But when I visit her, she does not watch what she's eating. And her sweetaholic boyfriend either doesn't care or is unaware of the damage diabetes can have on an overweight person. You cannot protect her health from her. No. You shouldn't be talking to me anyway. Talking to a doctor. And she ain't going to help herself. Wait till they lop off a leg or something. That'll get her attention. Dear Stan, I really don't want my wife to get Botox, but I'm concerned she's going to become depressed. Depressed because she can't get Botox? Dear Stan, my wife is very attractive, 56, for years. She's wanted Botox treatments. Recently, it has become more serious because she feels she looks like a grandmother. She is a grandmother. She's obviously a good-looking grandma. Botox? Really? Sounds to me like she's putting pressure on herself. Would you pull up some of the fucking videos of young women on YouTube who have over-Botoxed their fucking faces and now their faces don't move anymore because the muscles are dead? Pull up some of them fucking videos. Give her a little shock treatment. 
I'm not a prima donna. I'm not a soft cupcake. But I'll tell you something, guys. My wife has taught me to walk upright, cut my hair, shave, wash my ass, grab my balls. Yeah. And she also taught me how to use a loofah because I have really dry skin and it doesn't bother me anymore because I use that fucking loofah. And I'm like, damn, my woman's really on to something here. So then she got me just face cream and stuff to use because I have dry face too. She got me exfoliating my fucking face. And guess what? I don't have to worry about dry skin and my face and shit hurting all the time anymore. These women are on to something. I'm telling you. How did I get off on this? Oh, yeah, Botox. Brother, it's like this. She feels insecure. She feels insecure about her looks, so you need to remind her every waking fucking minute just how much you love her and how fucking beautiful she really is. Point out the fucking attributes of being an older, good-looking woman. Mrs. Robinson fucking A. Yeah, you tell your wife, when I was 22, I dated a fucking 38-year-old. When I was 23, I dated a 52-year-old. You know why? They were fucking sexy. Sexy. Yeah, and they let me drive their Mercedes and shit, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they had nicer cars. I didn't have to drive a Hyundai. Fuck no, I gotta drive a Beamer. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, older women are hot. Hey, ladies, you don't need all that shit. You don't have to fuck yourself up to look beautiful. Helen Hunt in her 60s, I can't remember the movie, but I saw a clip of a nude scene she did with a guy, a sex scene, full-on sex scene. Damn, at 60-something, Helen Hunt fucking looks great. She still, yeah, has managed to kind of keep her ass. She's probably had a little, I don't know how much work. She doesn't look like she's had much work. I'm sure she's had some, but stand down, ladies. Give yourself a fucking break, because when you're wound up, you wound us guys up. That's how come we're so insecure about our little wieners. Yeah, you're so worried about your fucking looks. There's got to be something fallible about us, and we're so fucking beautiful. We know it couldn't be us. It's got to be our dicks, right? Yeah, our dicks. My dicks are small. Okay. Dear Stan, let a friend who is going through a hard time stay on my couch. We didn't even get too drunk to drive. Eleven years later, he's still there. <laughs> That's your fucking fault, man. I told him from the beginning not to get hooked or fall in love with me. What? Because I know I would never feel the same. Oh, yeah? Are you both men? He has taken over my home and his collections, but won't sell anything. What? He also doesn't pay any bills. I do not like his drinking. I am sober. He yells and dreams for sex, but I don't give in. I told him he needs to move on. I'm on disability and a fixed income. Call the fucking police. Legal eviction, restraining order. Ain't going to work. How long has he been there? If he's been there for months, you fucked up. You should have done something a long time ago because now he's a legal resident. Like a squatter, you let him stay there. Look, a night, maybe even a week is one thing. But if you let him stay there for months... They ain't going nowhere. No. Here's what I would do. I'm not telling you to do this, but what I would do, and I could not get the motherfucker out no matter what I could, no matter what. Make sure my insurance is up to date, and I'd burn that motherfucker down. You bet. 
I'd burn that. I'm just telling you what I would do. No, not with him in it. I'm not a murderer. Actually, I'd take him out. Hey, we're going to go out and have dinner and see a movie. Yeah. Of course, you don't have any money. You're on a fixed income, which means you're eating at Denny's. And you're standing outside the drive-in looking over the fence at the movie, picking up what audio you can. It's still fun if you got a six-pack, you pussy. And see, while you're gone, burn the fucking house down. Now, you may have to run a trail of gas down the driveway all the way to the fucking drive-in movie theater, but that's what that hover-around's for, right? Sure. Trail of gas. <laughs> yeah. Burn your shit down. And then he's going, God, we don't have a home anymore. No, 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 no. No, I have somewhere to go. I don't know where you're going, but you're not going with me, dick. Yeah. Your only choice now is to run and burn your home down. Or legal eviction. Oh, you got to legally evict them, hon. Legally evict them. That's, you don't have an option. Legally evict them. Get them out. And if he threatens you, have him removed. You want an answer? There it is. Thanks, sir. Thanks for the letter. Appreciate you. Hey, uh, if y'all like the message that I have when it comes to defending this country and especially defenseless little kids who are being attacked by these diabolical people who have hijacked my old Republican Party, if you like the message, I speak out in defense of women, would you help me get it out there and share the show, please? I'd appreciate it. And remember, if they put Donald Trump over law, well, the United States Supreme Court is immediately over because they've placed the executive branch over all other branches, which means America is finished. You think long and hard about that and about who you've been voting for, folks, because these are mean, diabolical, evil, twisted people. And they're looking to sweep your legs out from under you and your family and leave you with nothing. They attack American soldiers. They attack American institutions. They attack American private citizens, including minorities and Hunter Biden. This freedom is worth defending against these vile pricks. But you've got to have the balls to stand up. In the name of God and the United States of America, I'm begging you to change the way you think. There's no Republican or Democrat, you asshole. There's no black or white. We are one. United as one. Don't forget that, fuckers. Yeah, yeah. Bye, Cadillos, me amigos.